what's up everyone so we had some issues with the connection here and the podcast was very long either way so i decided to split it and now you are hearing the second part where we will talk about testosterone which is another big part in the puzzle of high performance especially for men um and also wrap up the the conversation so kind of finish the no topics part so i'm hoping you find it really valuable and let's get started with the one of the most influential hormones in our body testosterone uh, and you know that this is a very big passion of mine and um yeah so when we look at testosterone it is the number one uh male hormone so let's sort of maybe take a step back and really think about why testosterone matters for every single man on this planet the reason being is because testosterone doesn't just make a guy stronger it doesn't just make them confident testosterone regulates many of the the neurotransmitters that I spoke about to really improve motivation, energy, drive, um, sleep, confidence, you know, things like that. So basically what we need to understand is that we are constantly being bombarded as men with things in our environment that are directly lowering our testosterone and things like drinking from plastic bottles, um, you know, things like uh, consuming high soy foods, flax seeds, um, using specific deodorants, um, specific toothpastes, things like that, they can all affect um, our testosterone. And so if we look at, I guess, maybe we'll discuss some strategies that guys can take advantage of. And obviously, I've built an entire, I mean, I've already built my entire testosterone enhancement masterclass, which we can link in the show notes for our listeners if they want to go even more detail um, and really take advantage of boosting their, their T levels. Let's sort of, we'll, we'll flick through like the top five. So like if we look at diet, um, the most important thing is consuming sufficient healthy fats. So uh, avocado, coconut, um, olive oil, macadamia nuts. Um, these are all, and Brazil nuts, these are all critical types of fats that are correlated with um, higher sperm health and, and testosterone. So, most importantly, make sure, you know, men don't, they're not in a caloric deficit because being in a caloric deficit will automatically signal to the body that it's stressed. And stress will then directly affect um, T levels. Um, so in terms of a dietary perspective, there's, there's a lot of specific foods that people can, uh, that guys can uh, incorporate. But then we've also got like um, specific exercise. So the best type of exercise for men specifically to boost T levels are high intensity, like very high intensity training, short duration, high intensity or heavy lifting. So squatting, deadlifts, um, bench press, all of these have very um, pronounced effects on increasing uh, T levels. 
Um, and then if we sort of move on, we can sort of touch on, I guess, one practice that guys can do immediately. Like after listening to me talk today, there's one thing that they can all do right now or they can do for 15 minutes every single day. And that is they can put an ice pack on their testicles. An ice now, pack? Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> now, this is, I mean, I've set up an entire like Facebook group called Sub-Zero. Um, we've got over a thousand guys in that group. And basically, and I did a post on this on my IG talking about how icing the balls or like dropping the temperature down there can actually increase sperm count and testosterone. Um, and there's literally PubMed studies where they um, use testicular cooling devices to actually improve male fertility. Um, and pretty much every guy that I've worked with and guys that I've recommended it to they laugh at me and they think it's, oh, it's a big, like, what is this? Like, it's crazy. You're, you're crazy. You're a crazy scientist. Um, and, you know, when they say that, I, I laugh at them because I'm like, well, you, you're going to come back to me in a week and say that was the best thing I ever started doing because they all say that they wake up with, like, stronger erections, they've got better libido, and they feel more dominant and, and, and alpha. And this really stems back from... Um, the Russian and Chinese powerlifters, they actually used to ice their balls before they would try and lift as heavy as they could. Um, and that's where I learned about it. And then I started doing research and started experimenting with it. Um, and I think that plus a lot of other things that I did got my testosterone just below 1,000 uh, nanograms per deciliter. So like it was literally off the scale um, when I tested it a few months back. Um, so yeah, I guess like, um, that's something that guys can do straight away for free. Uh, it doesn't cost them anything that they can literally start, um, you know, every day. Interesting. Yeah. I think I even also, that's one in the period where I researched a lot of being tired. I also did a test. I think it was around 300, which at the time they are like, Oh, that's totally normal value. But I was like, Oh, I'm 25, I'm doing lifting, I'm having good nutrition. And this is to be like even below average. And I think there are even like scales which are showing that the, the average values are de decreasing over time or in the population, what is considered as normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The global, um, so the best quote is, you're not the man your father was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we are not, like we are not because... Uh, if you look at their levels, the average back then, like 50 years ago, whatever, you know, they had a lot, their, their levels were like 30% higher than what we have today. Um, and this is why I think if we're circling it back to performance as a guy, as a man, <clears throat> yes, we can optimize dopamine. Yes, we can improve acetylcholine. We can use nootropics. And yes, they do help. But really if a guy has low testosterone, then there's no way they're going to feel motivated. Like it's mm. very difficult for them to feel motivated, focused, driven. Uh, like they'll wake up and it's life is going to be difficult. No matter, no matter who you are, any guy with low test will automatically wake up feeling 
like everything is a struggle. Like there's, there's less passion, there's less drive. Um, so I really do think it's a critical thing that all men should strive to optimize. And the other, the other point is that actually you have an increased risk of cardiovascular disease if you have low testosterone. So you're more likely to die earlier if you have low testosterone. That's like, for me, that's like, that says it all. Like, <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I mean, that's the only thing with what, what you or I, maybe the people have in mind, like if you are raising testosterone, raising testosterone, that they are like also just risk. But if that's if we are looking like into bodybuilder, powerlifters, and it's yeah. like exogenous testosterone, that's a whole different story. Especially since testosterone yeah. is not like melatonin, where you can insert as much as you want, and the body will still produce happily. But you are really, um, yeah, manipulating hormonal systems <laughs> that are not that easy to to manipulate by yeah. putting in different. Yep, we are by three. I think there are like two other things you wanted to share or were like whether like tactics i think you mentioned yeah. five wasn't you yeah 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 so we had like um so nutrition exercise icing and then um <clears throat> specific supplements so um personally what i found to be quite effective is a herb from um like it's heavily used in chinese medicine called sistanch um, we can link that in the show notes. Mm -hmm. It's tricky for people to understand. Um, but basically that's that herb there um, <clears throat> was actually used by Genghis Khan. And they believe that he populated about 1% of Asia. Mm -hmm. um, and he, apparently he used this herb like every day. Uh, and looking at the research, basically what it does is it upregulates a lot of the enzymes um, in the testes to actually increase uh, T levels. Um, and even in the rat studies, it literally triples sperm count and doubles like sperm motility as well. So from a, from a herbal perspective, that's probably one of the most potent. Um, then you've got Tonkara Lee as well. That's another really effective um, herb that guys can take advantage of. That also lowers estrogen. Um, and then taurine is actually quite good. Now taurine, um, actually I personally take three grams a day, every day. Um, and like I even did a, I even did a podcast on taurine cause it's, it's so unique in, in what it does, but what, it, what that does is actually protects the testes from like fluoride and, uh, and other toxins. So like it, it's like a shield to protect our testes so that they can function properly. Um, so taurine is one of those compounds that I like to use. Um, and then, <clears throat> yeah, that's probably, and then there's like a particular seaweed that specifically, um, Eclonia carva that, that also helps with blood flow um, and circulation as well. And that, that one there does a really good job at um, bringing back morning wood for most guys as well. Um, so they're like the, the critical supplements. Interesting. Yeah, with taurine, do you just take all the three grams in the morning, one dose on the empty stomach, or how do you, you split that? Yeah, well, I actually find, um, I'll usually have like two grams after breakfast. Mm -hmm. um, and after breakfast, another, so okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I know. Well, a lot of people say, oh, isn't it relaxing? It, it is relaxing and calming. Um, but I find that at higher doses, it actually, it doesn't have as much of a sedating effect. Mm. Um, and it also, I mean, the reason why I don't just use it for testosterone, I use it for like liver support, um, antioxidant. There's so many other benefits as well. Interesting, man. Definitely the next thing on the list I'm going to try. So <laughs> let's see how that goes. Awesome. Great. I think, yeah, was there like the fifth thing regarding testosterone? We had the supplements, we had the, mm. the icing of the balls that I, I mean, I already did a few ice baths, but I guess like that's the next level I will have to try. <laughs> so let's see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, the fifth thing, so, <clears throat> so we've spoken about nutrition, um, sleep. Oh, we actually haven't spoken about sleep. So <laughs> oh, um, that's right. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably the most important one. So, um, when we look at sleep, um, there's one particular strategy that I think a lot of guys need to start doing or make sure that they're not doing. Um, and that is that they're, they need to make sure that they're not breathing through their mouth mm-hmm. when they sleep, because if you breathe through your mouth, well, first of all, you need to understand that, um, nitric oxide is actually produced in the nose. Um, and if you're not breathing through your nose during the night, it actually activates the sympathetic nervous system. And that system is going to impair your ability to get deep sleep. And we know that deep sleep is critical for um, testosterone production. And so one strategy that guys, what that I recommend is actually mouth taping, like putting tape over your mouth before you go to bed so that it forces you to breathe through your nose. Um, and a lot of guys report waking up feeling more refreshed. They get their morning wood back. Um, they just feel like they've had a more restorative sleep as well. So um, from a from a biohacking perspective, I think mouth taping is a game changer for guys mm. that, that don't, they didn't realize they're actually breathing through their mouth when they sleep. Um, and so that can be really beneficial for i guess unlocking uh, better better quality sleep yeah exactly we didn't touch on sleep because usually i'm also a big advocate of sleep because again that's another thing i struggled a lot a lot with and it's super common with adhd and many people don't understand or really underestimate the power that sleep has on their performance on, on all levels like matthew walker has this great quote that sleep really impacts every physiological system in your body so it's a reason why we have to lay in eight hours and your body is re- doing so much things. And I, basically, by, by the way, it was the same for me with the nose. I had a lot of breathing issues, even a, a surgery with the, um, uh, the septum. The, the septum. And I was kind of stupid. I just didn't realize that the, um, the doctor even added. I just saw that when I went there to, on the operation surgery day that he even like extended the, the nasal cavities or whatever. So that's, I think, one of the worst decisions I made, like extending this, because now I struggle a lot with um, dryness in my nose. So I, I can breathe better, but um, yeah. Either way, always breathe through your nose. Mouth taping is really definitely, I recommend everyone to try it, to, because that's the only way yeah. we can get used to <clears throat> breathing through the nose in your sleep, because th- mm. there's not much consciousness in sleep, obviously. So <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. definitely great thing we, we had really like that one because we had like a lot of topics and also 
mentioned a lot of the, the connection, testosterone, dopamine, yeah. serotonin. In the end, that's why this thing, ADHD, is a problem with dopamine that you need to rise and then everything is fine. It's just too simplistic because there's always mm. a complex body we live in and we need to be aware of sleep. And I think that's one of the, the main things I also think that people need to be aware of if they take stuff like Vivens, which has a super long half-life. Actually, when I take Vivens, the next day I drink coffee, I can still feel the effects of the coffee being more pronounced. Not sure if the compound is still active or there's still only some chains in my brain left, but there's definitely it's still active the next day. So that's just coming back to self-awareness, coming back to the, the importance of sleep. Great. What, what else? And actually, um, the, uh, I probably need to put my own blue blocking glasses on. I usually wear those blue blocking glasses. Mm -hmm. Have you seen them? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Is it evening at your place already? Yeah, quarter past eight. <laughs> and I've been oh, up okay. since 4.30. <laughs> okay. What is the, one last thing that I had to kind of wrap it up. Um, we had the dopamine. We had the stress and anxiety. Do you have any supplement category I kind of forgot? I think we got the most. Uh, is there like any one compound? Well, what's your favorite compound? Let's phrase it that way. If, if you only uh, would recommend one. <laughs> Geez, that's a that's a tough question. <laughs> what is my favorite? Well, what am I? I mean, hmm. actually, right now for me, I'm actually really enjoying um, St. John's Wort, mm. um, and I'm not using it for its uh, not so much its cognition enhancing properties, but more so for its ability to help my body hold salt and now that's mm. probably it sounds a bit weird but for me like i've <laughs> i've struggled to to hold sodium and how do you figure that out that that's something you struggle with as in i've done blood work and i've analyzed my um aldosterone it's like your blood levels of aldosterone mm. um and that was ridiculously low it was very very low um and you know, I'm always craving salt and I think it's partially a genetic thing because my dad is like that and my grandmother is also like that. So, mm. you know, I get pretty low blood pressure or like a lot. So for me, actually St. John's board has helped my body's ability to hold salt. And I, I didn't actually really start taking it for that reason. It was an accidental discovery. Um, and it also helps with, um, I feel like it helps me get up earlier. Like somehow it just makes me wake up really energized like mm. early. Like if I had it, let's say 2 p.m., 3 p.m., the next day I'll wake up at like 6, oh, sorry, not 6, more like 4.45, 5 a.m. Oh, wow. Um, and just buzzing. Like I wake up, mm. I get this surge real, like I have to go train. I'm too invigorated. Like I'm just like, let's do this. Let's conquer the world. Oh, that sounds like a great place to be in. Sounds like your yeah. circadian rhythm is on point there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one last thing that you mentioned that I got reminded, like blood work. What are some of the things we can really look at that give us insight into what our current status are and what are the things we can improve on? Yeah, well, I think the, the, very, the very most important thing for people with blood work is possibly... Mm, First of all, analyzing nutrient deficiencies. So vitamin D, zinc, iron, B12, folate, um, copper, 
magnesium, calcium, all of these are really important to have optimized. Um, because if we're trying to boost dopamine and we're trying to improve testosterone, we need all of these mm. at healthy levels to even be able to produce and, and begin and, and begin our optimization journey. So from a blood work analysis perspective, yes, get all those nutrients analyzed, but also blood sugar. Blood sugar, fasting blood sugar is possible and fasting insulin these are critical markers for general energy, longevity, and overall health. Because <clears throat> fasting insulin, as in like, if if somebody has an elevated fasting insulin, let's say above, um, let's say above seven, so between seven to fifteen, if they're in that bracket, then there's a good chance that they're already pre-diabetic, and if if, well, one of the one of the theories of like ADHD is actually linked to to blood sugar dysregulation and mm. and key, keeping that stable blood sugar is important. So, yeah, one one strategy that we can do through blood work analysis is analyze that fasting insulin um, and really make sure you're within that three to five. That's like the optimal range between three and five, um, and I'll be, yeah, I'll be developing a, like an entire masterclass specifically on that. How do we hack and improve insulin sensitivity? Because it's probably the most important marker that we can get done on any, on, for any blood test. So that's probably the, 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 key, the critical ones. Interesting. Yeah, definitely. This regulation issue, I've thought a lot about this in terms of ADG and regulation because a, it's the regulation of the frontal cortex of the brain function, but also of, a different bodily function so not sure how these all are interconnected but there's a lot of um yeah regulation autonomic nervous system i think that's another big part the regulation that that don't perceive and again the connection so there's definitely yeah. adhd the main thing i'm always keep talking about about restoring the balance because it's a the brain that's super active that super has this obsessiveness and these super high energy phases but again you can fall into a hole where you're super low energy so the keyword regulation really is one that we yeah, have to keep in mind. And that's why I love adaptogens and really go into them because they kind of help us with that regulation at least a little bit. Yeah. Great thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I really appreciate you being here, being guests on the show and really enjoyed, enjoyed it. Broad range of topics from testosterone to dopamine to serotonin. One yeah. last question that I would have to you is if they would, is there one question that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you? Like one thing, is there one piece of knowledge you really need to still share with our listeners need to share? Uh, cool. Well, I usually wrap up and suggest that really to achieve a high level of performance, it really does come back to having that fine tuned self-awareness. Um, because any sort of intervention, any sort of strategy and protocol or whatever that we implement, it's really important that you first understand and realize, is this intervention, is this compound, is this nootropic um, either positive or negative? Because without that understanding, we cannot, we cannot improve performance because it's so integral to 
understand our individuality and our unique makeup. And so I always encourage my clients to just really hone in on that self-awareness and, um, and really take pride and take, um, you know, take action in actually starting to monitor and track your performance because there's not, there's nothing to be ashamed about. Like if you're here to feel good every day, then let's take advantage of the technology that we have and let's use it to our advantage. And then, Mm from that then we can really apply compounds and then we can take our performance to that next level that's that's really what i yeah i think that's probably the most important thing yeah absolutely definitely especially i mean i've gone to the same trap if you change too many variables sleeping one big one and if you have multiple compounds at the same time uh yeah things can just get too confusing and you have no idea what what should i be doing to really improve my performance and not great really thanks for being here so where can people find you what are the links what are you yeah yeah so they can um simply just um search my brand which is ergogenic.health um, we can link that in the show notes and then also um my instagram which is ergogenic underscore health um and if people want to email me um for like consulting or uh, performance hacks and things like that Uh, they can email me at ergogenic.health at gmail.com. Great. And yeah, regarding the compounds, we will just put them in the show notes. I think that will yeah, be yeah. easiest. And also the links will be there. So yeah, yeah. Sweet. thanks for being here. It was a great show and have a great night. I assume you are going to sleep pretty soon to get up at 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me, Maurice. It was, um, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Thanks. Thanks so much. If I can do it, then you can do all team together.